This episode of the Happy Hour brought to you by Sugar and Slice Bakery. Contact Kristen at 863-326-8097. You can email her at sugarandslicebakery at gmail.com. They're also on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash sugarandslicebakery. See all the wonderful photos of their custom cakes, cupcakes, cookies, cheesecakes, and pies. Order for your next party, family get-together, or company event. Also, if you tell them that the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you, they'll give you $5 off the total of your next order. So don't forget to tell them that the happy, happy hour, hour with Johnny, Johnny and Deuce sent you. Hello, internets. My name is Johnny Womack, and I got my co-captain, my co-host, my best friend, Deuce. What is going on, brother? Hey, brother. Uh, of course, this is the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce, and every episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce starts off with the Deuce salute. Let's do it, Deuce. Ooh, I like that. That, little, that was a it, nice it little pop. It, it talked to us. It put a little stank on it, a little yeah. bass in its throat. <laughs> ah, good times. Good times. Oh, yeah. Nice pour that beer into that glass. Well, oh, yeah. Speaking of good times... The only thing that wasn't a good time about the WWE Beast in the East was having to get up at five thirty in the morning, dude, on, on the Fourth of July of all days. Oh my goodness! Uh, yeah. So for, the, for those of you who don't know, uh, the Beast in the East is a pay per view that was in, like Deuce said, uh, on early morning, five a.m. on July Fourth, uh, broadcasting from Japan. Yeah. First time ever in the history of WWE, they've done a live event. They've done taped, you know, uh, yeah, stuff yeah. before, but this is the first time they've ever done a live event. And of course. Deuce and I, we love, if you've seen our past episodes, we love the WWE and the history of, you know, that professional wrestling and mm-hmm. whatnot. But before we get into that, Deuce, I want to talk about what leaked online, because it'll kind of, uh, we'll kind of uh, get into this. I think I, I, think I know where you're going with this. Yeah, Deuce. Uh, Deuce and I, we, we were on, was it Deadspin? Some, someone had it. Deadspin yeah. had it. Yeah. I love me some Deadspin. Yeah. Much love to Deadspin. Yes. Big props to Deadspin. Uh, there was a, I guess... Some articles, some word. Uh, I guess it was like some sheets of uh, documents that pretty much what the broadcasters would have to yeah, say. Yeah, like the like these are the notes. Of, yeah, yeah, the do's and the don'ts, straight from Vinny Mac himself. Yeah, it had some, had some um, annotations by Stephanie McMahon as well. So, but the, it, I thought it was really interesting because I wonder if some of this is still being used. You imagine some of it is, but yeah. this is the the newest, the last, like the the newest one that I saw. Um, uh, the most recent one was from 2010, yeah, and then it kind of went back to, um, you know, nine like, and eight, yeah. nine and oh seven. So, I, but I was, I was telling, telling Deuce, I was like, I know JBL has like failed like half of these already, yeah. currently because JBL don't give a damn. You yeah, know what JBL's I mean? like, I'm rich, bitch. Yep. Like I can go home. I don't need a Legends contract. <laughs> nope. If I don't get in the Hall of Fame, it's cool. I'm rich as balls. I got like a nice that's house not a character. Bermuda. Like that's yeah. actually him. Like he he's uh you know Wall Street one on one. Like the dude yeah. knows everything about it. And uh, you know he he he's also you know very off the cuff like he does I don't think he does a lot of homework but he's been in the industry for so long he, he doesn't need to he do doesn't homework. need to do homework he's a wrestling god but I think a lot of those notes weren't necessarily for the the legend uh, commentators because you know you Jr and Jerry the King Lawler and Michael Cole they've been in the industry yeah. for such a long time I think it's for the Byron Saxtons and the yeah, the, the Tom Coughlins yeah. and all you know all the people doing that that they kind of need it for them because they want them to be on the same page. 
Which, before we go too much further in this, I wanted to throw this out there to you. What do you think of Byron Saxton, and who's the new guy on SmackDown? It, it's not Byron Saxton. It's somebody else. I oh, think my God. That's him. how bad it is. We don't even yeah, know his name. Yeah, and, oh. and I think that might be part of it. The part of it. They're, they're just so bland and generic. Is and there a reason why uh, Jerry the King Lawler isn't on SmackDown? Is it health reasons, or are they giving this a break? Or no, what do you think? Do you know? I thought they moved him to SmackDown. He's not on Raw anymore because I think it's Michael Cole. JBL, oh, you're right. And yeah, yeah. Byron Saxton are doing Raw. Right. And SmackDown is the king. Right. I kind of had my own theory on it. Yeah. What's your and theory? This is just this is just coming out of here's your drinking game. Allegedly, is, allegedly, this is just Take totally coming out <laughs> of of Deuce's brain. Yep. I think maybe Jerry the King Lawler because Raw's live maybe said one or too many things off the cuff that maybe. they were like, "Uh, Jerry, come on, buddy." And so they moved him to SmackDown because it's taped. So if he flubs or if he says something that's not PG or PC, they can just edit it out or, you know, it, tape over it. So right. I was wondering maybe if that was the reason. The other thing is you got to think at that announce table, the person with the most experience is JR. Correct. Or the king, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, and because of that, I think maybe they're putting him because SmackDown, it's just like him and a younger guy. Michael Cole is on SmackDown it's the guy, anymore. It's the guy that does um, ECW, or not ECW, uh, NXT. NXT, right? yeah. Yeah, I forget his name, though. And sorry, I'm, guy. <laughs> yeah, it's, sorry, brother. Um, but I thought maybe that was part of it, too. Like, let's put the older guy with the younger guy to kind of help him along. Right. And plus, you know, Jerry. Keep, what happened keep to Tom Coughlin? He's not there anymore, did he? Um, we called him a mini Cole if you go back and yeah, check the tapes. Uh, I, I don't know. And the thing is, lately they've been doing this kind of whole rigmarole of changing up announcers. True. I kind of keep waiting for Corey Graves to pop up. Oh, uh, dude. Because uh, big shout out uh, to ESPN. They did an amazing oh, job. Oh, E60 special was Their amazing. Their E60 was amazing. Um, and that you know you have a really big – if you've not checked it out, check it out. I think it's been on, it's on YouTube yeah. now. Um, check it out. It's awesome. It kind of gives you the whole uh, – Mindset in the the lives of of NXT hopefuls, um, Corey Graves and uh, Xavier Woods and yeah, and um, uh, Leo Kruger, who is now Adam Rose, yes, who like yeah. now I'm the biggest Adam Rose mark on the planet. Oh yeah, with that. his son and stuff. Yeah, oh, my I was gosh. like literally. You I forget was like, this stuff. Like yeah. you know, some people come off like you know. You look at Tyler Breeze, like he, you know that that's a character that he's playing. You know yeah, what I mean? He's like, not really. He's like not that. really like that. You know, like and these people come from things, and I love how Xavier Woods is gonna be like the first doctorate in the history oh, of WWE. Yeah. That would be so awesome. So it also gives them something to fall back on if something happens. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, so like I love what we've been seeing lately with documentaries and specials and whatnot. And with one final note on the the notes. Because we were watching the Beast in the East, yeah. Michael Cole does a he automatically fails one of those don't list because one of the things that really stuck to me was don't call it a belt yeah. or a title. You know what I mean? Call, call, call it, it a championship. A championship. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, gosh, that sounds well, so for weird. The fans at home that ha- did not read the article, what were the do's and the don'ts you remember from the list? Yeah. Johnny? So one of the things is don't call it don't call it a uh, a belt. Don't call it a title. Call it a championship. Another one was don't don't call them pro, uh, professional wrestlers or wrestlers. Yeah. Call them superstars. Right. Now they even said in there don't call them don't call them don't call it sports entertainment. Just call it entertainment. And I'm yeah. like, that's what I thought this was all about sports entertainment. Like, I, when I did they change that? I don't remember them changing. I don't know, it. but I could see them doing that to say maybe it's more entertainment just right. so they can get around a few things. Yeah. Because when it's entertainment, you can do a lot of things differently. Than if it's sports, because think about how and not that Vince and them don't have their own, you know, 
policy when it comes to drug testing, things like that. But when you say, well, they're actually the head of the game. I yeah. think they're actually ahead of the game with their – Oh, and the concussion th- stuff too. Right, yeah. Their, their tests that they do w- was it something that NFL kind of adapted because before that the NFL wasn't doing anything like this. Yeah. And they're, they're testing their uh, – what do they call it? What's, what's it called? It's not the health. It's kind of like a performance – I forget the name of it, but – uh, their wellness program. Yeah, yeah. They 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 were like head of the game. They were the first ones really doing that stuff. Yeah. And McMahon permits it straight up. You know, no one's no one's doing drugs. No one's yeah. doing. They test them on a regular basis. So trust I, me, because some of the big boys got popped. Like when Randy Orton did. got popped twice yep. in a row, I was like, shit. Oh, he, he, got, he was gone for a long yeah, time. Yeah, he was gone for a hot minute. On top of that, they said straight because Stephanie said straight up, like if he gets another strike, he's gone. He's I don't done. care who he is. Yep. Like because they have a strict three strike policy, yep. and I was like, holy mackerel. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I like how they've got a no-nonsense attitude and also that they benched a top star because think yep. about it. If if they wanted to, they could have swept it under the rug and sure. nobody would have known because sure. it's all done yeah. in-house. But yep. they, you know, they make it known and they, you know. And i got to give them a lot of respect for that because the problem is, like, I'm looking at right now, which Johnny hasn't had a chance to look at yet, but if you, the fans, do, go and check out WWE Shot Zone. Uh, the tune tumblers that came out, their pint glasses with the people painted you know, on them. You know, they don't – I've been wanting to get on to you about this. What's that? They don't call it Shop Zone anymore. Oh, they don't? No, you oh. may call This is what circa – this is at the this Attitude This is circa era. Attitude Era. It got so drilled into me. Shop Zone. WWE Shop Zone. It was <laughs> it, in your WrestleMania video dot, game and it's everything. It's just shop.wwe.com oh, is the website. Okay. I was like, he keeps all this Shop Zone, which brings me back every time. Yeah. Obviously, like this – like the commercials. To the old days, yeah. yeah. And, like, and I remember like on the video games, you'd yeah. have to go to like the shop, shop zone, zone to buy yeah. the different attires. Anyways, but, so, okay, I'm but, looking like, at oh, wow, four look glasses at those. here. Those are I've awesome. got Stone Cold, The Rock, Ultimate Warrior, and Hulk Hogan. Dude, those are, like, those are so baller. So out of the four, it. one no, is no. dead already. And, and not to be morbid, but it's because it was rock and roll wrestling in the 80s, brother. It was. Uh, and, you know, I, you know, I'm sure a lot of them weren't getting drug tested and things weren't happening the way they do nowadays. So it's good. There's a lot of freak accidents that happen. That's I mean, true there's a too. lot. There's a lot of people that died that you're just kind of like, oh, yeah. You know, Brian Pillman and yeah. uh, British Bulldog, yeah. uh, Mr. Perfect, you know, yeah. Hitting. Uh There's a lot of people that like I just it, it, it hit me on a certain level, you know. Yeah. Um, but WWE has their own thing, and I also think. Uh, they're awesome glasses, by the way. Do yeah. should take a picture and put them on our Facebook uh, we'll page. We'll definitely have to do that, man. I'll tell you what, they're a steal at nine ninety nine. So I mean, ten bucks and they're gorgeous. Uh, Wait a minute, the WWE Network is nine ninety nine. Oh wow, I like that nine ninety nine. Yeah, that's actually a really good steal. It, that's it's a, steal. a good price a because steal. we saw them at MegaCon and they wanted like thirteen dollars a glass for them. Now it was like, well, if you buy two, buy three, buy four, they would go down, but. Hell, I think you had to buy four before they got down to the. How do they? Is it Amazon? Point. You got them on Amazon? No, no, you I, got, I, a WWE. got them on WWE shop. Oh, you did. Okay. And how was the shipping it, like? Awesome. Because when I opened the box, I was getting worried I was about glasses. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Man, there was so much shrink wrap around That's good. each one. That's good. It was stupid. Like the yeah. box it came in. I tell you what, I thought maybe they had shipped me like the wrong order on accident because the <laughs> box was so big, and I was like, "There's no way four boxes, four glasses, you know, pint glasses, like you get at a bar." Are in this box? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I, so I open it up and I'm like, "Holy crap!" Yeah, there is. So they did a good job with yeah, the, on the I packaging. I thought maybe either they threw in a free T-shirt or they mixed up an order. Like I got That's somebody's funny. order of like six T-shirts or something. That's hilarious. But uh, man, I love them. They're they're right there. I've got a pint glass collection in my living room, and they're they're right there. 
right uh, your below, gears next yeah. to your gears and below your uh, yeah, Star Wars. I mean, Star Wars Boba Fett Stein and my R two D two Stein, which I love. But yep. yeah, but I'm glad they're doing that now, and I'm glad they're checking on the wrestlers, and I'm glad that they're making sure everybody's okay. One thing back to the the notes for the commentators that we found. Michael Cole actually was was uh, uh, guilty on the Beast in the East of saying this. They don't want you to say title changing hands. Yeah. Because that, that, that shows the whole kayfabe, you know, pull back the curtain, if you will, about. Yeah, like, you know, I'm giving it to you. Right. It's your you turn. You really earn you, it. It's right. your turn. Yeah. Yeah, I your turn see. to hold the belt. But he actually said that last. Uh, when I was watching, after I was like, wait a minute. Well, he just give said. Him credit where credit is due because I believe it was Michael Cole and Byron Saxton. Yep. They were there at the in Connecticut at the Titan Towers. Doing the play-by-play, right, right, watching they, it on live feed. So it's five thirty in the morning for them too. And trust me, brother, I'm, I'm not operating real well at five thirty. No. So I mean, the two of them sitting there. But the, at the audio in the quality morning, and everything was really good. That Props was the thing to, that amazed me. Too. I felt like they were actually there. So that was really, I felt really like nice. They were actually there, and I've got to say, I actually kind of liked. And maybe it's just me. I liked the toned down setup. Like when they came in, it was just. You had like a very not a full time. Well, yeah, let's talk like, about yeah. that real quick because that was one thing that hit me before we get into the matches. Yeah. First of all, I loved it. I I thought it was excellent. Yeah. Uh, and one of the things I loved is what Deuce is saying. It felt like a house show. It felt like a house show, which is also a don't you don't supposed to say house show oh, or dark really? match. Yeah. yeah. Don't say house show. Don't say dark match. Don't say what's another uh, um, word for it. But house show is essentially what we say. Yeah. call it li- WWE live live, event. live yeah. events is what they call it. So don't say house show. So we're already failing already, yeah. dude. No, but yeah, we, we forever we've called it dark matches or house shows. House shows. So how the, it felt like a house show because it wasn't crazy with all the Titantron and Jumbo and all the, and all the fireworks stuff. and but stuff. But it, it, for me, Deuce, it felt like old WCW, old WWF, like yeah. back when it was just about the wrestling and about the crowd and like yeah. it wasn't super crazy with all the lights. Like it felt yeah. like. I don't know. Like it brought me back. It brought me back. It, it's like I a liked time it because it was toned down. Because the problem is, and I, I think anybody will attest to this: once you get all that pyro and all the lights and all these extra things, it lets you be a little sloppier. You got to tighten up when you're stripped down. It's kind of think of it like a musician when you play an acoustic set. When you strip away all the electric instruments and you go straight acoustic, it really shows your vocals. It really shows your talent on the instruments. And I kind of feel like it the same way. It's almost like WWE Unplugged, if you will, because they've really got to focus on the in-ring stuff. And the other thing is none of them really had much mic time. None of them no, really got out there and cut a promo. It was, it was, nothing about, much, it was yeah. all about just entertaining the crowd. Yeah. And let me just say... The crowd in Japan was amazing. Like they, they, thank they were. Thank you, Japan. Thank you. Thank you, Japan. Uh, arigato, gozaimasu. Uh, very, very cool. Um, they, awesome. They, they did great. They were, they were all about. They were, they felt like classic fans. Like the people that are really into the yeah. sport. The, you know, we call it a sport. The, the entertainment of it. They, they love it. And they, they live, breathe it, eat it, sleep it. They do the yeah. whole thing. And they love pro wrestling. They call it pro wrestling, yeah. just like we do. Uh. But they loved it, and they were going for the heel. They were like the face, like they would they would respect everybody. But they were like pr- when it was a heel, oh, yeah. they they would boo it. When it was a face, they would be totally into the face and like awesome, awesome. So congrats to everybody involved because it was a really great event. Um, and top awesome, to top to bottom, and the fans and Michael Cole and Byron Saxon did a great job commentating. Uh, that you you know like you said it was five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Great energy and all that. Uh, let's start off with the matches. Yeah. So that was a thing. It, you know, it was advertised about a week or two. Um, you kind of knew you know, it was coming. I, I do want to throw this out there. Did you watch it live? At 5 o'clock yeah, in the morning? Yeah, 5.30. No. Okay. 
I didn't either, and I'll be the first to admit, I actually watched it at the gym like two days later, not because I didn't want to watch it, but it's July 4th weekend. You got stuff going on. You got barbecues, grilling, you know, hashtag deuce was on the loose, Uh, (laughs) you know, so I didn't get to watch it. But when I did get to watch it finally at the gym, I I think I savored it more because now I do know a couple people like our buddy, big shout out to Brian, got up at 530 in the morning to watch it live. And I'm like, dude. You get the fan title belt right there, buddy. The, yeah. Oh, you can't call it a title. You get the fan championship yeah, belt. Yeah, you can't call yeah. it a title. Can't We're gonna, call it a title. Yeah. But I was like, wow, that's that's awesome that you did that. But me personally, I waited till later. But, man, what a good show top to bottom. And, and starting at the bottom with the opening match, the curtain jerker, if you will, yes. it was Chris Jericho versus Adrian Neville. Well, yeah, and let's let's kind of go back for folks that aren't as seasoned as we are uh, with the, you know, the history of the WWE Chris Jericho is arguably one of the the best Intercontinental Champions ever of all time, nine time yeah. uh, champion, and he go he really got he cut his teeth, you know, in Japan and Mexico, Mexico wrestling. So it's like you know he was the Lionheart Chris Jericho, like he had oh, that yeah. forever, like he had that title forever, and you know the the Lion Tamer and all that stuff. Like he was really really you know ingratiating himself with the Japanese and the Mexican crowds, and he would just go from house show to house show to house show to house show, yeah. just doing everything he could do to really, you know, a lot of, and think about a lot of the uh, stuff he does, his in-ring ability is very Japanese and Mexican style, yeah. like his, his moonsault is the acai moonsault that Ultimo Dragon does in yeah. Japan, so like that Sorry, we're getting very technical here, yeah. folks. Uh, but like that—that's his move, and yeah. like he, he you could tell that he's really studied the craft. And even today, although I'm gonna be straight up honest, Chris Jericho, I love you. you you're my boy. We love you here yeah, at the Happy Hour, with Johnny and Deuce. But uh, he definitely is showing his age, I think, a little bit. Like I think he, he's just going slower, but it, to me, I think he's also just trying to be more careful because he knows— He doesn't want to get injured. No, because he's he's hosting Tough Enough. He's got his band, Fozzie, that's touring. Right, so it, he's yeah, like, so he's really blow busy. out my leg or something, like, I've got to cancel a bunch of stuff that makes yeah. me money, so, so let's take it and easy. And milk- he was milking it a little bit, which is yeah. good. A good entertainer can milk stuff and really—you uh, know, and I thought, were you surprised— were you surprised by the uh, the love for Neville in Japan? Because like he people really seemed to dig him. No, I wasn't. Because you know Jericho was like the guy. Like everyone, yeah. you knew Jericho walking that building. D- Everyone's gonna love Jericho. Exploded. He was like yeah. the. But there was some love for Neville, which I was very happy to see. I think there was a lot of love in, for Neville in Japan because the the Japanese culture they like the wrestling more than the entertainment right, part, right. and they like the actual the sport of it and the the. Uh, I don't know how you put it, but the the acrobats and the high flying, the high flying, the lucha libre, the lucha stuff. libre stuff, yep. and and they like Neville the technical is, stuff. They love technical. Yeah. They're so te- and, and technical. There's wrestling. nobody more technical, I think, in the ring today. New guy. Let me preface it with that: new technical wrestler than probably Neville. Neville's game is on point, dude. And he blew he blew up in WWE yeah. because you know he, for those who didn't know he was in NXT, yeah. which was great to hear NXT chants by the yeah. way from Japan, which is A awesome. Yeah. That means you know they're watching it too. Yeah. NXT is getting NXT big. is awesome. NXT is I, I, I love yeah. NXT. NXT is amazing. And Deuce and I need to go do a, a go to a show. Yeah, so that'd be awesome. We need to to do a, a feel a happy hour with Johnny and Deuce field, field trip, trip over to Full Sail for and sure. Get her done. Yeah, that and the other thing too, and we ought to think about this. They do it in Lakeland at the Armory, we so need to that we up could do that sure. too because yep. that might even be a little bit closer than Full yep. Sail. But I, man, I love it. And every time we go to see WWE 
live events, yeah. not house shows. Yeah. <laughs> in Lakeland, they always have like three or four NXT matches. They and do. the last two times. We got to see Neville. Yeah, we, we got, got to, to see, see Neville, Neville last time. He was awesome. The last two times I've gone, the NXT matches were better than the actual WWE Superstar matches. Yeah, and just, what's there not to like about Neville? Like, yeah. the only uh, the only criticism I have with Neville is his. He needs his, more mic time. His more, he needs more mic time, uh, but also, like, I don't really know his character. Like, he doesn't really have a character. No. Like, he, you know, he's the, the, the man that Gravity forgot or whatever, which is a cool tagline. So, yeah. and, he, and that's a cool thing to put on a t shirt. Yeah. So, you have a promo, you have the in ring ability, you have the energy, which we all love. Got a cool t shirt. Got a cool t shirt. Cool pyro, cool everything. You got yeah. the little cape thing he wears is awesome. Theme song's See, he, good. He, he, he's everything got the total is perfect. Package. I want, I, <laughs> I, yeah, he's the total package. Uh, Lex Luger. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so like, I, I want him to have some sort of character. Not that you have to, but because he, his actions are speaking louder than his words are, yeah. obviously. But I was just very surprised at how quick because we've seen some NXT people come over that didn't do as well. You know, yeah. you look at the Ascension, which they just bombed. They, they bombed. Yeah. yeah. So not everyone's doing as well. You can't. I say the two biggest NXT transitions lately has been Kevin Owens and and Neville. Those two Dude, have been Kevin hitting Owens hard. Has been phenomenal. We'll, oh, get, to we'll, talk to him in we'll a get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to his match. Hard. But yeah. But no. uh, but were you surprised to see Jericho win? I thought I, I'm not gonna lie. I was because I figured they were gonna give it to Neville because Jericho doesn't need the win. No. But I'm wondering if maybe it was part of the deal. Like, hey, you know, you come I'll out make Japan, drive all you, the way. Yeah. Because yeah. him and Paige had to go back. For in it for uh, tough enough. Yeah, so they had to go all the way there and then fly all the all way back, the way for, back t- for tough. So enough. that was a huge so, yeah. deal for them. So, and I think that might have been part of it. Like, sure. look, if you come all the way out here, help out our boy, put on a good match with him, you know, we'll let you get the win. Because here's the other thing too: for a hot minute there, Jericho was like jobber to the stars. He was jobbing everybody. everybody. So well, the maybe biggest, that's the part biggest of it. thing yeah. was, and we always talk about it. What, what was it? Uh, Fandango beating Chris yeah, Jericho at, like at the, WrestleMania. Yeah. And that was like his first match. What ever. the was heck? That, yeah, yeah. So like that. No, I mean, so we're like, if you let Fandango win, that's yeah. kind of strange. Uh, but yeah, just jobbing people. He was the king of the jobbers for yeah. a while. But, I, but it might be part of building his legitimacy back up too, because true. if he can string together a handful of wins, then if they want him for WrestleMania here in Texas this year, which looks like it's going to be huge, sure. You know, they're going to get every superstar and legend they can who can still get in the ring, definitely to be there. Yeah. And I think. They want to legitimize him because if he comes back with a string of losses and goes to fight somebody, nobody's going to care because they yeah. think, oh, he's going to job out and go play for Fozzie. But right. if he gets a string of wins, then maybe people well, start uh, thinking he'll stay. Yeah, and that's another thing is I, I think why why they had him do – we'll get into Tough Enough later in this yeah, yeah. episode, but, uh, you know, it's local. He lives in Tampa. Yeah. So, yeah. like, that's it's super easy. Just, you know, take an hour drive, go to Orlando, do your thing, come back, uh, and then, you know, has a – Anyways, I like the match. Um, I I want to rate the matches uh, out of ten. Just we we weren't planning on this, but I, I want to rate it out of ten. I would have given that one probably a solid seven, seven and a half. Yeah, it was something good. like that. It yeah, was good. I would say it wasn't it. like mind blowing, but it was. Good. It was good right out the gate. It was good. It was yeah. good, and the crowd was, was really character. into it too. Yeah. So uh, after that, of course, we had a. Uh, I would say it's not a, a triple. It was a triple threat because it triple was Paige, threat, yeah. Tamina, and then Nikki uh, Bella. Nikki Bella. Yeah. Which wow, she, I got a lot had, on that. Yeah, me but too. Go ahead. Nikki Bella, of course, is the um, WWE Divas Champion, yeah. and um, Paige is a former two-time champion. And I really do think before we get into that match, I really do think that Vince is—I don't know if it's more Vince or more Stephanie and uh, Triple, Triple H. H. 
But like I finally, I think Paige is getting that spotlight that she deserves because yeah. she she was one of the few like wrestlers from I call it wrestling, uh, from NXT that I really loved. You know, yeah. and she was really good. And then of course, you know, with the whole AJ, you have to have something to fill that void of the yeah. AJ because she was just over in yeah. the WWE. And we, I think I think the women's division is still feeling that loss. I definitely think they are, and I think. Part of what you're talking about about Paige finally kind of now getting a push, I think it was a compound problem. I think it was they were kind of pushing AJ, and then the stuff with CM Punk, and then her leaving that kind of filled a void that needed filled. Also, and and I will I will kind of side with Vince and Stephanie and Triple H on this. When they moved her to the main roster, she was young, like 20, 21, and yeah. I think they maybe wanted to like give her a year and be like, let's see what happens. Let's see if once she gets out. On the road, does she do something stupid? Does she get drunk? Does she, That's a good you know, point. a prime example, Emma, does she allegedly shoplift from somewhere? Right. Does, you know, like. Oh, dude, she went from, you know. She with, went from super top to, like, who? She's jobbing in yeah. NXT now. She's, yeah. she's there to job, yeah. to, to give people a lift uh, yeah. in NXT. And it, I think it was one of those things about she's young, and we all know she's young. Let's see how mature she is. And I think once she got that first year under the belt, and they're like, you know what? She shows up. She busts her ass. She works hard. She does whatever we tell her. She gives even a hundred. Yeah. She, she's. She, I call her. I call her the Dolph Ziggler of the yeah. women's, uh, women's division because oh, like yeah. she's always one hundred percent in her character and who she is. Even obviously on uh, Tough Enough, she's super into that. I call Dolph Ziggler the page in the men's division. There you go. High five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways. Uh, but so the so the the triple threat match. Uh, it was for the WWE uh, Divas yeah. Championship. And I thought the match was up and down. They had had some cool moments in there. I still don't like Nikki Bella as a performer. I I don't buy her at all. And we'll get into the finish in a minute because well, no, I've got we, some to throw in on that before sure, you. Sure, go on ahead. I, I got a weird question for you. D- when you watched it, did you watch it with headphones in, or did you watch did. it just on the TV? Headphones. Okay, the mics were hot. They were very super hot. hot. You could hear them calling the entire match, and who was the ring general? It was Paige. Yep. Paige was telling them, "We're doing this next. Are you ready to go, Nikki?" It was okay, super let's hot. go. And basically, like, it was cool. Though. It was cool. I, I, I really, really liked it. it from a, 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 a like Cause, a behind-the-scene fan. I'm like, "Ooh, this is really cool," because you never get to hear this. But seeing how Paige was kind of bossing her around the uh, ring, I'm like. I know who wears the pants in this division. Like Seriously. I know who they think is the responsible one and the one that knows what they're doing. Oh, and the one dude, who she was controlling it. the whole thing, man. I loved it. Like I, I thought it was really neat to kind of get quote unquote inside. Yeah. yeah, pull back the curtain. There's another sip for your drink. Happy hour drinking yeah. game. Um, we say that a lot uh, with the happy hour Johnny Deuce. But pull back the curtain, and yeah, it was really nice to see like Paige. She not everyone has her because you know how in football they always yeah. say you know there's certain people that have a good football IQ. That yeah. know the bit, know the industry, know, know, the, know sport, the sport. Yeah. I feel like Paige has an amazing wrestling IQ. Like she knows the ins and outs. She knows where she needs to be. She knows her ring positioning. She knows she has great mic yeah. skills. She has a great character. She's really good performing. She's got great cardio. I, you can't tell. Deuce and I love Paige. Yeah. She's amazing because she's legit. Like she loves this business. Like well, she's, I think one of my favorite things she said, and she said on Total Divas, she was like, "I was wrestling in the womb because I guess it was like the second trimester before her mom found out she was pregnant." And she had been wrestling with Paige in her belly the whole time. Oh wow! So it was like I've been in this ring since I was in the womb. So she's like, "You're not taking this from me. I love this. This is what I do." She so, has the passion. She yeah. lives and breathes it, uh, which is apparent. But I felt like I still don't know. Like, if you let's break down the women's division real quick. 
this isn't gonna take than, long. Uh, well, I was gonna say, <laughs> it's like it's like you have Paige, which I I, I you know I think she's on top of her game. Yeah. Natty, we love her to death, and she's amazing, but she's. She's kind of been out of the picture ever since Cesaro and Tyson Kidd Kid have been split. And I'm wondering if maybe they're trying to have her stay at home some now with everything that's going on with, with TJ. Let me be straight up honest. I mean, she's the best uh, women's wrestler technically that I've ever seen. Like, yeah. technically, she's yeah. got the best skills I've ever seen in the ring for a female. And she could beat some of the men. Like, yeah. seriously, she's legit. You know, you train in the dungeon. Yeah. I don't, you know, you're going to come out with some abilities. Uh, and she's, she's awesome. So I wish that – because uh, some people online uh, give a big shout-out to Grapple Maniacs um, yeah. on uh, Facebook, our good friend Sean Cook, and uh, they were having a debate on you know that that this bout as well as just the di- the women's uh, the divas division, and I feel personally that ever since they went from di- from women's championship to the divas championship, the the product has really fallen well, off. Well, I think they shift gears because like when it was the women's uh, division. It was really about the wrestling. It was. When it was the Divas division, it, and for a while there, and, and multiple places have admitted it, I will throw out the allegedly just to cover our rear end, they were just hiring, like, fitness models and, like, teaching them how to bump. It was yep. like, let's get a girl who's pretty and throw her out there and be arm candy, and she's only got to make a, a, a match for, you know, a, a couple minutes. Melina like, yeah. and Ashley Massaro and, like, all yeah. these people that they were just, just grabbing these fitness models yeah. and just throwing them out there. Now some of them did really good. Like Caitlyn's a prime example. Caitlyn, uh, dude, Caitlyn well, came out. She was the awesome. Gate swinging. She was great. Yeah. She had guns. Like she was super like into it. Like yeah. she was awesome. And then all of us, that was one of those things where, Juice and I, if you pull back the tape on our on our past uh, podcast episodes, yeah. you'll you'll hear an episode we did where we talk about how the WWE makes you forget people. And we couldn't remember. We couldn't her name. remember her name and, until yeah. after the episode. We're like, oh, it yeah, was, it was Caitlyn. Caitlyn. But like, Ooh, I love yeah. WWE does that. They'll make you forget people. Yeah. Like, and you don't realize it because you're like on to the next person. Yeah. Like when when the a perfect example was the Hall of Fame, the WWE Hall of Fame. Oh, uh, yeah. And you're like. Is that Carlito? Holy yeah. shit! I haven't thought about him in forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, in, like there's this people that you forget about. The WWE does a good job of like, all right, here's the next new hot person. Yeah. Um, but anyways, the the division back to the women's division. I feel yeah. like it's you know, it, what Natty and Beth Phoenix, the Glamazon, which yeah. she was amazing. They had an awesome tag team. They were fantastic back when the women's championship and like it meant something. I just feel like the Divas championship just. I don't know. Well, it's I mean, like a popularity contest. Yeah, it's a popularity it's exactly contest. what it is. And, I mean, the, the divas they've got, in my opinion, you've got Natty who can go. Yeah. you got Paige who yep. can go. I think Tamina can go, to be honest with you. I just think that she just hasn't been packaged well. I, she's a little stiff in the ring. A little stiff, but, I mean, as far as, as wrestling-wise. She's a good she, heel, though. She's a good great right? heel. Yeah. Um, you know, the Funkadactyls, they keep trying well, to Well, Cameron's them. not even been on television forever, right? Yeah. Well, she's on Total Divas, but she hasn't she's not been, been on camera. Yeah. And like same in the thing ring. with Naomi. You'll yep. see her every once in a while kind of pop up. But I, I I, feel like, in my opinion, the the best thing going in women's wrestling is the NXT women's division. Oh, the NXT. We'll get into that later. But, yeah, the NXT yeah, women's the, division Yeah, and that's the problem. You have this women's division in NXT that's on fire, and then your main – your main roster, the ones that are supposed to be the cream of the crop, you got one or two that are really good, and then you've got a bunch well, of just. What eh. I want, what I want is a whole shift. I want a paradigm shift. I want all the Bailey's and everyone that's that's amazing in NXT. I want all of them to shift over. Well, I've said for a hot minute, and Vince, if you want to steal this idea, I will sell it to you for one case of beer and one WrestleMania ticket. <laughs> um, you bring up Charlotte. 
and make a new four horsemen with oh. the women's division. You get Charlotte, you get uh, Sasha Banks, you get uh, a Becky uh, Lynch. Yeah. And then on top of that, you throw in uh, another one of the girls from NXT because yeah. a Bailey would be Bailey another good would be one. Awesome, you yeah. know, you get the four horsemen right there, and you. Well, say, the four he just mentioned are. If you've not watched NXT, dude, watch your matches. Their They're matches legit. are fantastic. Yeah. And you put the four of them, and especially if they come in with Sasha Banks maybe leading the group or Charlotte leading the group with the NXT women's division oh, and say, man. this right Charlotte here, totally this means it. more yeah. than that belt you're holding right there, yep. and we can prove it. Yep. And then the, run, the four of them run roughshod Dude, on the Dude, I, I would love the hell out of that. So if you've not checked NXT out, what are you doing? You need to check it out. NXT yeah. is amazing. It's where it's at. Anyways, so the match itself, uh, let's get back to the match. Um, yeah. The match itself was okay. Eh. Yeah, I'd it give was it a very, six like, out of ten. Yeah, I, I'd probably more go five, just because for me it was like there was, was one okay. great bump in the yeah. match, uh, which was when Paige and, and Nikki were on uh, on top, and there, someone they were going to do a superplex, and then Tamina comes from behind yeah. and just power bombs them down. And which was, you could hear every last bit of them coordinating that, and yeah. I was like, you can oh, hear, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. top, and watch out, and I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, man, yeah. that's so like, funny. You could hear, but it was cool because when you have they a move, be careful. That big, you got to be very, very careful because you got three people involved. Are you ready? Yeah, ready. I'm good. Yep. Okay, and then but it looked good. The bumps were great. Oh, yeah. uh, it, it got a good applause from the crowd. The 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 crowd really liked it because it was high risk. I don't care how yeah. many times you've done it, yeah. you can get hurt. Oh you know? yeah. Uh, and great, good match. You know, all around. Paige stole the show, obviously. Mm. Uh, but the bump at the end. What the hell was that? I don't know. What Nikki that did this was, like man. crappy uh, like elbow or whatever. I'm like, what? The, that was a finish. Yeah. Like, so that's the problem I have. I feel like Nikki. No offense to uh, Brie because Brie actually seems like she can legit wrestle to a point yeah. but that's the problem you have a po- they're polar opposites of each other I think Nikki's got the better mic skills the better persona but she can't she's not as good in the ring as Brie Brie's better in the ring but Brie's not remember that whole thing with Brie and Stephanie she oh, was awful that was mic. terrible it was horrible yeah. uh, so I say why not, I know this is a liability thing but why not why not bring Stephanie back? Bring, bring Stephanie in for a little bit. Shake things up a little bit. Well, I'd they, love they did, it. and when they did, things were Dude, blowing up. They amazing. were doing business. They were awesome. I think she should yeah. like once, maybe like once every every couple months, come in and do a match. I, th- yeah. I would love to see that. And you just do it at the Big Four. Do a match like at Royal Rumble. Some, do a match Slam, at Royal SummerSlam, yeah. uh, WrestleMania. You know, do it for the big events yeah. because it's just another kind of jewel on the crown of yeah. those events to make people want to buy it. Right. And I remember the last time she fought, how excited I was because I was like, holy cow, she's going to fight. And the other thing, too, is she was good in the she ring. She was really she good. She didn't have a bad match. No, like she, she was excellent. She stunk the place up. And I want to tell you straight she looking hot, dude. She she was looking yeah. good. And she was looking good. She had a, she has a great character. She's just like her dad. She knows yeah. how to be the she best heel. She knows how heel. to play the, she, the audience. And she's yeah. awesome, and she's got that that McMahon eyebrow, that look. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she she is so good. Uh, so I loved when when uh, her and Hunter were doing that whole you know uh, authority authority. Angle yeah, I loved it. it. it they was, were great. Stephanie was fighting the yeah. girls for the championship. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Anyways, so the match was. Eh. Deuce says five, I say six, maybe. Maybe yeah. I'm not giving it too much, but uh, it was okay. It was yeah. okay match. Then after that, we had – do we have the Beast come in? The next – yep, yep. yep. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we had Brock Lesnar versus uh, Kofi Kingston, which I'm not sure why this match happened. Because the title card was Beast from the East just to give – like, I think it was just to get the name the Beast in the East. To be honest yeah. with you, also you got to think a lot of people wanted in the Japan audience. I think probably wanted to see Brock Lesnar because he's such a big star. And the other thing too is, 
I well, think yeah, because Japan loves. The, I think I, I think Japan you know appreciates the UFC elements. Oh, definitely. So and, and they've known heard about him through that. I think that was part of it. The other part, I'm not gonna lie, is it was probably like, hey, Brock probably ought to have a match before. You know, because he's fighting at the next pay-per-view, which is Battleground. Right. We know he's going to fight at SummerSlam. Right. You can book that. So they're probably like, let's knock a little bit of this ring rust off of him because he hasn't wrestled since WrestleMania. But, uh, but I, one thing that I want to note is how, not with the Japanese crowd, because yeah. they, they, they went crazy for the whole match, but, like, how over Brock is now. Like, he ever since he's come back, the crowd just, ever In since the Suplex, Suplex City, City thing yeah. hit, I want his shirt, by the way. It's awesome. Well, did you see each town they go to? Yeah. It says a little sign. Yeah. I'm waiting for him to come to, like, Orlando or oh, Tampa. Oh, dude, I want so one so bad. say Suplex City, Orlando. I want that and so I'm, bad. I bet you anything at every house show, they've got him with oh, a little sign that says whatever place. I want one of those, man. Yeah. I, I love that. But I thought it was hilarious. You even got a Suplex City bitch <laughs> chant yeah. from the Japanese crowd. This is awesome. Uh, the match was literally about five minutes. It was it was quick. It was, yeah. And I knew it was going to be. I yeah. was like, look, Kofi's going to go in there and just pray not to die. Like, he's just going to pray that yeah. he doesn't get chunked. I mean, this is coming for the guy who literally, Monday night, chunked a car door and hit a kid. Yep. So, I mean, like, yeah. So, I mean, you know. Yeah. It, it, the dude's a beast. And like, is. I don't want to get in a back alley fight with him. No I way. don't want to go anywhere that's not very well lit with the dude, <laughs> no. to be honest with you. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm, I've, I've been a fan of Brock from the beginning. You know, uh, I love the guy. He's, you know, he's got a great, you know, I think he, who he is, who you see in the ring is who he is. Like, he, he doesn't, you know, no bull. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, the dude is straight up business, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I love him with uh, Paul Heyman because I, yeah. I am a Paul Heyman guy. I've always been. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so the ma- that was quick. I, I the I can't really rate it because it wasn't really a match. I mean, Kobe, rest in peace, Kobe yeah. Kingston. Rest in peace, Kobe Kingston. <laughs> that was something. I went. think the best thing I, I've got, I, I've got to dig it up on my phone. I just don't feel like doing it at the moment. Brian sent me this thing where it, it was Brock Lesnar, and I guess he said it in an interview with Michael Cole, and he's like, if Kofi Kingston starts that clapping stuff, I'm slapping the shit out of him or something. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I was like, oh, man, Kofi's going to die. Yeah. So. Which, you know, real quick, I, I kind of feel sad because I, I like the New Day because they're really taking it, like, the, their heels and they're really embracing it, which I really like. Yeah. But I also kind of feel like Kofi was a former Intercontinental Champion. Like, he was actually wearing belt for a long, you know, he was actually At above mid-card. At one time, he was fighting for, like, the heavyweight championships. Right. Yeah, like, I and I felt like... with him and Randy Orton right. for the well, heavyweight like championship. He, he, you know, of course, you have the upper tier, and then you have the mid-card, and then you have the bottom tier, you know. Yeah. And I felt like for a long time, he was in between uh, upper tier and mid-card. And now I feel like he's on the bottom of the mid-card. Like, yeah. and it was weird because now I feel like it's just... And they're throwing a Royal Rumble match in every pay-per-view, it feels like. And that's yeah. like, all right, get Kofi to do his, his Rumble moment. I'm yeah. like, it gets kind of old after a while. I've seen it. They but almost make him like a, like a, a spot hound. It's a, it's a you shtick. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's a shtick. You it's know? Like, like he's going to be the guy who's going to do the spot, and he's going to do something yeah. crazy. And, and, I love, and he's wait. so athletic. You know, I don't know. I, I think maybe you don't know what to do with him. I don't know. Maybe I think that might be our new alleged thing to bet on on the Royal Rumble is what is Kofi's spot going to be? be. And then, like, whoever gets the closest to it gets the pot. Yeah. Because you know he's going to do a Royal Rumble spot. Right. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that wasn't really a match. And then after that was the match of the night, uh, a 35-minute match. That thing was a beast. Kevin Owens versus surprised. Finn Balor. And Finn Balor is it's just his home crowd, essentially, because, you know, he, he, he spent so many years in Japan, yeah. and he's won so many titles ba- uh, back in the day. And so he he's, he's one of the people that, like, if you didn't watch any of, like, the the AWA, not AW, but, like, the Ring of Honor and all these different things going on, like, that division, the independent wrestling, like, you didn't really see what was going on on that side. You don't know who he is, but the dude has, like, m- probably more 
time under his belt than most people in the WWE right now. Like, oh, yeah, I, it easy. matches, so to speak. Like, that dude's really well-seasoned. And that was one thing that I loved with Triple H and Stone Cold interview on his show. He's really saying, you know, he's telling Finn, like, hey, I, I know you know what you're doing. Yeah. You know, we're just trying to get you to have a character, you know. Yeah. And he's really embraced that character, which I love the whole theatrics of the music with his arms going yeah. up. Awesome, awesome intro. The, the, the Japanese crowd ate, ate it, up. it up. They loved it. Uh, but I loved how it was like twenty or twenty-five minutes of that thirty-five-minute match was just Kevin Owens just laying the smackdown on him, yeah, like he just was destroying just, him. Just and dude, him I don't think ass. I don't think Kevin Owens gets enough credit for how like diverse his move sets are. The stuff he was doing was like and holy you don't crap! Expect that from you a don't. guy that big. Dude, the dude was taking like just doing these awesome flips and like he did this uh when he had like he, he had him in and like he did like a reverse uh it was almost like a reverse vertical suplex but it looked insane the way he did it to Finn. I was like, "Wow, that's awesome." This is all stuff he's coming up on the fly and like things he's done in the past and like his uh cuz when he was on the top rope, I thought he was going to do that one like suplex thing he did. Yeah. But uh I mean th- I don't know. I like, think he does a lot of his stuff on the fly. He and does. Plus, he had such a good indie background. Yeah. And then he worked in ROH for a little he did. while. He did. And I think he had so much, it, like he said. And, and, and he, dude, the dude does, the dude. <laughs> he's been mo- wrestling since Cena's been wrestling. So it's <laughs> yeah. not like he's new to the no, scene. No, like, no, no, no. And I think because he's had all this time under his belt and learned all this stuff, I think it's what gives him the ability to do these crazy moves. And the thing is, is the dude's doing these. It's not like he's doing ten minute matches. He's doing these twenty, thirty minute matches, and it's insane. A guy his size. Well, his cardio is on point because here's the thing, and it was kind of like what happened when Bray Wyatt back before he was Bray Wyatt when he came in with the NXT invasion Husky guys, Harris. Husky Harris, and they were calling him the Sherman Tank with a Ferrari engine. Right. And that's kind of way I feel with him. It's like. I didn't expect Bray Wyatt to be able to move like that, as big as he is. Because when you see a bigger guy, especially a guy that is a little huskier, if you will. Yeah. Uh, He's fluffy. Yeah, fluffy. Uh, you don't expect him to move like that. But dude had moves. And Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens is taking it to a new level. He... Let me tell you what, fat people of America, Kevin Owens is your new hero. Because he's doing things that you would never expect a heavier guy to do. Dude. Three weeks ago, he did a freaking moonsault. I was like, yeah. "Holy crap!" And what I didn't is up with that? that? I was what like, is he no doing? Way. All of a no sudden, way. he just does a freaking moonsault against John Cena, and I'm all like, "What? Where did he get that Where from? Did that come That's from? insane!" And he did it perfectly. I was like, "Wow!" So the dude's amazing. I, he's always he's always like he's pulling stuff out of his bag of tricks. You know, I, I love it. I love to see. I love watching him work. I it's do. fun. It's inter- energetic. And he's getting- mainstream appeal because Rolling Stone already said they put out an article it's not even six months in the new year the wrestler of the year is Kevin Owens oh by six far months by into far dude who, yeah. who do you pick yeah. right now that's been more of an impact in the WWE right now Kevin Owens is period period and also I think that's what McMahon and Triple H and Stephanie they believe in him because they gave they, they the title uh, switched over to Finn Balor yeah uh, uh, Finn Balor or Balor, I always said yeah. the name wrong. Finn Balor wins the title, which is good yeah. for Finn. Yeah, I, I'm it's glad. awesome. Uh, I'm he glad. won it in his basically his hometown, if yeah, you will, because he spent awesome. so many years right. there. So I think it was really cool and awesome for him. And plus, 
I knew it was coming. They had to yeah, get because that belt of that, off of him because they want him on the main roster permanently. They don't want him in NXT nope. anymore. That was the, that was so, really yeah. smart for yeah. WWE to do that. Uh, and also, and at a paper or not a pay per view, but a live event because if no belts had changed hands, if it was just matches, people were like, "Oh, that was cool," but whatever. But when my phone's blowing up at noon, people going, yeah. "Oh my god, Kevin Owens lost the NXT belt." I'm like, "What?" And yep. then I got it makes me go and want to watch it, yep. and it makes me want to watch the next one because I yep. think something big's going to happen. Because right. if you don't do anything big at these events, it doesn't matter. Well, and I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see what happens with Kevin Owens on Raw now, like without you know oh, without yeah. the belt and like him talking and all that stuff, and because you know him and Cena and all that well, stuff. Well, this like, week him and Cena got into it pretty good, and I they, was really impressed because he yeah. said, "Yeah, he was g- gonna fight Cena for the title." Then he's like, "I ain't waiting until Sunday. I'm gonna do it tonight in the open challenge." And then that's when I want to say he fought Cesaro for the second time, mm-hmm. and they went like 30 minutes. Yeah. Like they had a long match yep. him and Cesaro, and it was really really good. Um, and they're gonna fight at Battleground next. Sunday, yeah, I think so for the title, and I think that'll be really, really cool. Yeah, so it was really good match. It went the distance, and a great performance by both Finn Balor and and Kevin Owens. Uh, my favorite match of the night. I'm gonna give that a nine. I, yeah. I loved every single bit of it. Uh, even and I give a lot of props to Finn too for taking all the bumps. He took a lot of bumps that night. Yeah. Like I was just like, God, how much punishment is he gonna be taking? Because that's the thing is, you know, you. Pumps are not easy, and as no. you've seen with the the new Tough Enough show, which we'll talk about in another episode. But like it, you can get seriously hurt, yeah. you know. And if you don't take them, and also concussions, you know, some people are more prone to concussions. Yeah, you look at Corey Graves, like the, the dude could work, but they permit said, "Hey, you can't take any more concussions." Yeah. yeah, and you know he was taking bumps correctly, he was falling correctly. It's just he didn't do anything wrong. Nope. It's just if you. Some people were more prone to them yep. than others. We see that in the NFL. Like you'll see these guys are doing awesome, oh. and then they'll they'll get yeah. hit, and they'll get what, that what happened was, with Wes Walker. I yep. want to say two years ago yep. because I had him on my fantasy team, and dude just couldn't keep his ass off the bench. It was like, dude, you're on the bench every week, man. Yep. And it was like he would get cleared of a concussion, then he gets yep. smacked the snot hot out of him again, and it's like, oh, he's got to sit another couple weeks. We got to do these concussion tests, and uh, that. Uh, sometimes I'm a, I'm a terrible fantasy football owner because I'm like, just go out there. I don't care. Yeah. Like, I'm losing my fantasy championship. I don't care yeah. about your health and well being yeah. because <laughs> I'm a horrible person. Um, and then the the last match of the evening was a tag team match. Uh, yeah, that was a lot better than I expected it, it to was. be. It was. I still... I still was like, how do you compete after that amazing match before? So the match was good. I, I was like, all right, yeah. it was fine. I just wanted – I honestly, all I wanted to see was Dolph Ziggler uh, versus John Cena. That's yeah. what I really wanted to yeah. see. Which who did they f- – you're going to have to refresh my yeah, memory because so I can't even Wade tell you. Wade Barrett and Kane versus um, – that, that shows you how much I love the match. I knew it was John Cena and Ziggler tag team, but I couldn't even have told you until yep. you just told me who they fought against. And that's the thing. Like, Ziggler oh, is just – I love that dude. Like, Ziggler is – he's a show-off. He's awesome. Yeah. He's energetic. He's amazing. And he's he sells merch. The dude's awesome. And of course, you know we've talked about this before, but he had some he had some issues, you know, with him yeah. and Vince, and we we we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about his amazing title run with AJ and Biggie Langston, like when he was that was a great title, amazing run. title then, run when he won like the night after WrestleMania, oh, like, so good, so good. It, yeah, I mean the guy has got talent, the guy's He's, got dude, charisma, he oozes charisma. Dude, 
I want to watch. I, I get exhausted after watching it because he's so energetic. The guy is yeah. so, I, and you don't have a lot of those people. No, a lot he of people, sells everything. He sells everything, and he s- makes it look good. I remember, what was it two pay per views ago? He was he was fighting against Sheamus, and he actually, yeah. bam, hits his. He's doing a headbutt, and he busts his own head open because yeah. he's just not pulling any punches. Like yeah. he's really getting into it, and he's it's awesome. So, uh, of course, John Cena. Yeah, um, and, uh, who did an amazing he job. He did great. Ever, I gotta give everyone did credit. great. Everybody brought their A game. I don't think anybody was there kind of sloughing really. No, everyone did a great job. Barrett's obviously he's he's dude. His in ring shape is I arguably is one of his best he's, shape he's ever been. And the yeah. dude looks shredded. The dude is in immaculate shape right now. And so I'm liking King Barrett. Excuse me, sorry, King, King Barrett. Barrett. Uh, he's he's in immaculate shape right now, and he's awesome. So I um, think the biggest thing they're waiting on right now is just to see what happens with him because he has been a little accident prone lately. He has. I think that they're like, look, let's little baby steps. Let's baby step him. Let's see if he can. Can he hold, keep it together for six or eight months without having an injury? And well, that's then a big, go. big, big push that WWE, you know, because he was injured and all that, and he was riding really hard. Like people, he was over. Like the whole bad news thing was, they need to bring that back again. Because like the yeah. dude, when he was, remember when he was injured, he was still coming out and he had that huge podium, podium way up. Like, and, oh my god, that was hilarious. You know, like they, people were eating it up. So like uh, the fact they gave, you know, he won the King of the Ring was a very big deal. That's a big push. You know, it gives you legitimacy. Um, if you're not, not really only going that, for you, you and Brandy met him and said he was like the nicest guy on the dude, planet. Yeah, uh, not even a year ago because we're going to go to Tampa, Tampa Bay Comic yeah. Con last in year. Weeks, yeah. yeah, in two weeks we'll be going again. But like, I guess this, he was during his injury and all that. And like, I remember, I don't know if I've told the story or not. So, Brandy and I, my wife, we were going to our uh, the third memory, yeah, uh, third member, uh, Brandy. Um, we were going, we were walked across the street to go into Tampa Bay Comic Con, and I'm like, Brandy, dude. That's Wade Barrett. She goes, nah, and because I have this thing where I can, I just notice things a lot faster than most people. My my peripheral vision is amazing. Uh, and so like I was looking and I go, and, and the thing is, I give, I understand why she was doubting it because a lot of times when you see people uh, like celebrities, like I told the story of you know with Rachel, Mike, and all of them, and Ori and Anya about meeting John Stamos, where you doubt yourself when you see a celebrity in person. You're like, yeah. nah, that's not them. And so like I, <laughs> I remember saying like, dude, the dude. Look how tall a look how tall that guy is. Oh my god, the picture with the three of you, dude, he's we, like towering yeah, over the two yeah. of you, and you're not a short guy. No, no. So it's like the dude's like towering over us, and 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 the thing is, I'm like, all right, how do I get his attention without coming across as like some fanboy? Fan like, oh look, hey, wait, I want to get your picture. So like, hey, yeah, uh, Brandy, you're hot. You're wearing a Batman shirt. Go over there. Talk to him. And I'm sorry, it worked. I yeah. mean, I, it, she was all for it. You know, all the feminists don't yell at me, but she was yeah. all she was all for well, it. Well, have goes, you seen him? He's a good-looking man. Yeah. I don't blame her. She's like, yeah, I'll go talk she's, to she's him. She's like, she's like, excuse Hang me. Hang on, let me take my wedding ring off. Yeah. <laughs> she's <laughs> like, excuse me, wait, wait, can, can we get a picture? And he's like, he, he, he looks at my and this is great, yeah. he looks at my wife. He does this whole, like, British charm. He, he goes down and looks her up. He's like. Anything for you, sweetheart. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, it was the best thing. And, uh, when you so, get the thumbs up yeah, for Baird on yeah, your wife's yeah, choice, you feel pretty awesome. good in life. It was great. So uh, did we get the picture, and the dude was so class. Yeah. Like, he didn't have to do that. You know, and, like, I think he felt good because he was on vacation and all that stuff, and yeah. everyone's doing well, the nerdy comedy. I think he lives out there in Tampa. Yeah, I don't know if he does, but I would assume he does. Uh, but the fact that everyone's nerding out on the comics and stuff, like, it, yeah. I think he appreciated having someone that, you know. Yeah. It was really, really cool. I'll put the picture on our Facebook page if you yeah, haven't seen definitely. it already. Dude's awesome. The dude's class. Um, but uh, the match was good, and Cena and, and Ziggler yeah. work really well together. Did I think you? they're a good uh, tandem, um, good match. Uh, and Cena obviously elevates every match he's in. He's really yeah. good at doing that. 
and uh, it's good. I'd give it an eight. I really, I really like the match. It was good. Uh, but the, but the cream of the crop of that night was, of course, the Kevin Owens and Finn Balor match. Which what did what did you rate the Kevin Owens Finn Balor match? A nine. A nine. Yeah, I went to uh, that. So was good. A solid nine. I might even go and say a nine and a quarter. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, nine point four. Yeah, a nine. Uh, yeah, nine point four. Just or nine point two five because uh, <laughs> it's it was it was it was a good match. I don't it, math. And <laughs> I, man, I, I I loved it. And I also it, it was a match that I would I would put on a pay per view. Like it was oh, that easy. good. Like Especially I would see that match on like that was really cool. That was cool awesome touch and with the uh, the banner or streamers that they threw out. That was a cool touch. Like there wasn't anything about that match that didn't scream. Class and A plus, you know what I and mean. It was good because yeah. it, it's good for everybody because it's good for the, the the Japanese crowd that was there. It was good for WWE. It was good for the WWE Network because yeah. think about it, this got people checking out that match, yeah. the WWE or getting signed up for WWE Network yeah. because that was good. That was a whole point of all of it. Also, I think if if the numbers were good, which I think they were. Uh, we'll have to look into that later. I think the, they'd be doing another something like this again in the future oh, because it to. was so good. Seen. They said yeah. that like the numbers were really really good on yeah. it, and the replays were really really good on it, and they're like they're going to start doing more of these specials. I'd, I'd love to see that. Well, you know. Even if they just started putting maybe one house show a month on there, that'd be amazing. They could do that, even yeah. if it's just like okay, what's the biggest house show we've got this month? Well, it's in Corpus Christi, Texas, or whatever, and they film it and then they put it on the network. Especially if they go ahead and do it live on the network. Yeah. That could be really cool, yeah. Um, you know, and also it'll give you more of a reason because think about it: you get a show to, you know, you get a, a local show coming. You know, it's not taped for TV, and you're like, oh, I want to go. But then they're like, Hey, this can be live on the network. It gives you more of a reason to go. It does. It does. I, I really like that, and I'd love to see them go in other countries as well, live. Oh yeah. But I but the big deal about it in Japan was that was the first time they ever done a live event, and that was like you know you know live for television, yeah. like so that was a huge deal. It was also I felt like with the Finn Balor match, I felt like it was good for him because he got a title belt out of it, oh, yeah. as well as and it, it gives it's like passing up the torch so to speak because yeah. Kevin Owens is now they're pretty much saying you're you're on the main roster now and that's where he should be because he's yeah. so over because dude did you hear the things he was saying like What's I that? hate he's oh, like oh you mean Kevin Owens dude he was full on heel like full one hundred percent for like like soldiers just start coming out the back <laughs> and be like. Mr. Owens, yeah, you need to come with us. I love it though, cause like, when's the last time you seen a heel go this full heel? Like, oh, the dude, dude, he's going full, full heel. on. He heel. goes, I hate this country and all the people in it. Well, I love it. He didn't want to come and do the match because he's like, I hate the food there. I don't want to fly there. I don't want to do it. And then they yeah. they said he had to go, and he's like, Well, I'm only doing this because I have to, and they're making me, or they're going to strip my title. Dude, he was talking come. nonstop. Like, oh, it, he's like, his I, Twitter, I, Kevin Owens' Twitter is priceless. It if is. you don't follow you him followed, on Twitter, yep. get on it, bro. Yeah, it is like, awesome. Serious. It's great. So great match. Great job, WWE. Great job, Japan. Great job, everybody involved. Awesome match. Great. We we talked about this for an hour. That's how good this. Yeah. It was. It felt like a pay per view. That's the way I treat it. I treated it like a pay per view, and it was really good from top to bottom. And uh, I like the hot mics, which is cool. Yeah. Um, and any last words, Deuce? No, I do want to throw one thing out there to our fans. Come and see us this Saturday at Oblivion Tap Room from 4 to 8. Deuce will be on the loose. We're going out there for a big event. It's called Embrace Your Geekness Day with our good friends from JB Designs, Josh Bauer, and all the guys from Ignition Inc. are going to be there. Um, also, keep 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 your eyes popping because we'll be having an interview with all those guys here really, really soon. Yes, we're so, excited. So keep your eyes uh, peeled and your ears wide open because that's going to be coming soon. But please come out and see us 4 to 8. It's Oblivion Tap Room, 
in Orlando. Just Google Oblivion Tap Room. You can get the address. Super easy. Uh, look on Facebook. There's an event page for it. Uh, just uh, type in Embrace Your Geekness Day. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to be taping live from 4 to 8, so come out and see us. Definitely. And uh, we want to thank you for listening to another amazing episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. My main man, Deuce, is awesome. He's my co-captain and my broadcast partner and the creative consultant. He has many titles here for the Happy Hour with Johnny I've, and I've Deuce. I've got many hats. He wears many hats with this um, uh podcast and so i always want a big big shout out to you deuce you're amazing thanks, man thanks it's 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 been fun man I, yeah I, we're like 80 yeah. plus episodes now dude, it's crazy. We're, yeah we're way in the 80s yeah we're, so we're, we're excited yeah I'm, it's been I'm an awesome ride excited. we want to thank you all of you that have been listening and of course uh if you like what you're hearing give us a rating on itunes we love mm-hmm. that so give it tell them what you think and you can do like a five-star review which is the best you can get for that also, yep. Stitcher, because we're on Stitcher as well. We're pretty much everywhere you can find podcasts. Give it a f- uh, favorite us in your playlist there for Stitcher and uh, rate us. And, of course, SoundCloud.com forward slash Happy Hour Podcast is where you can get the SoundCloud app as well as listen to us on there and download it straight to your phone. Yep. So you don't have to you know do anything there. It's really easy. And, of course, we're on Facebook.com forward slash Happy Hour Podcast Show at HH Podcast Show on Twitter. You know the drill. Check, check us out on all your social uh, media. And, of course, also, don't forget, send us your questions yeah. for Nerd Lila because we're, we're getting back into Nerd Lila. We ain't yep. forgot about you guys. Nope. And then on top of that, we're going to be doing a mailbag episode pretty darn soon. So send them in to us. It's hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. Put in the subject line either Nerd Lila or grab bag question, depending yep. on what you're sending it for. Sure. And send it to us, man, because we're going to answer all, all your questions live on the show, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Might even have some special guests on that episode. Don't want to spoil it yet, but it's going to be a lot of fun. It should be fun. And, of course, Deuce, when people are talking about the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce, they want to put three hashtags in their social media of choice. And of course, that's hashtag HH Podcast Show, hashtag Happy Hour Podcast, and hashtag Deuce is on the loose. Later. See ya.